0: Good evening, everyone. This is another David Dash, and there was a, been a pause between the episodes, but I'm right here back again with an awesome topic that, you talk, that we're going to discuss about it today. It's all about what self love is, in and thank you for joining me so far with my uh, podcast. And I'm so grateful to that. And also, I hope everybody's doing out there good and God's blessings, being safe and also I'll keep you all in my prayers. So let's move to the topic what actually what we do here right now whether self-love is good or bad so what we're going to look for you today. So mainly it's going to be about the full concept that you're confusing with self-love. So, this is an article I came across and it's been so interesting, it intrigued my thinking about how self-love could be. So, it's all too often we seek love from others and before looking within. And however, many are beginning to turn that focus inward as they contemplate the meaning of purpose of self-love. Although not a new term, the concept of self-love has been gaining popularity in recent years. Many are beginning to recognize the relationship between self-love and mental wellness. Further, people are questioning the circumstances in which we may even need to love from ourselves as much and perhaps more than we do from others. Oftentimes, during the assessment, self-love criticism arises. However, these appraisals are based on misunderstandings to help clarify Uh, Let's be clear on what self-love is not. So we are going to discuss about four different topics that we shouldn't confuse with self-love. It'll be entitlement and selfishness and sinful and having an excuse. So moving to Entitlement is that when a person has a sense of entitlement, they may believe they are unconditionally owed something regardless of words, merit or context. So this should not be confused with the idea of recognizing your worth. Depending on your perspective on humility and discerningness, you may find it difficult to assert you are worthy of self-love. If this is the case, it may be helpful to consider basic human needs. One could argue that compassion, care, and acceptance are the fundamentals of water, food, and shelter. Therefore, recognize that your worth and need for self-love overall is not that ridiculous to see. Self-love isn't about why you deserve a billion dollars, or a fancy yard, or a mansion. It isn't an overly amb- ambitious jump. It isn't an elite or exclusive, but a core aspect of humanity. And moving to the second uh, definition over there, too, should not confuse with self-love and selfishness. So here it comes that focusing on self-love is not the pathway to obsession. Although self-love is a reflective process in which one turns their energy inward, the benefits are not selfish. And actually. Uh, in actuality, in order to care for the others effectively, one must first care for themselves. Prior to taking off an airplane, the flight attendant assures that the flyers and that in case of an emergency, regardless of who is nearby, it is critical to first put you on the oxygen mask before helping others. We will not dare tell anyone or someone who abides by this regulation that they are truly selfish. Similarly, you can't pull pull from an empty cup. Self-focus is not an egocentric, ultimately self-focus helps you and others. In addition, whereas narcissism may be superficial and vain, self-love is quite the opposite. Self-love delves beyond the surface and isn't all about rainbows and unicorns along the way. Along with recognizing your worth, needs, and your goals, self-love requests the courage to distinguish your weaknesses, challenges, and obstacles. Therefore, self-love and its necessities, humility, empathy, and also concern for self as well for others. And moving to the third concept, it's about self-love is sinful. So sin is an act that is not only inappropriate but often violent. Self-love is not just the opposite. So it's self-love isn't meant to go against a principle or a moral grounding. It is the enlightened journey to care yourself in order to prompt a domino effect of care and compassion for those around you. Nevertheless. Due to varying concept of what self true love entails, from time to time, individuals may see self-love as being against their values and beliefs. So just as everyone is unique, their interpretation of scripture may vary as well. If you're struggling with differentiating self-love from sin, it may be helpful for you to research and reflect on whether or not a conflict truly exists. Regardless of your faith or belief system, it may be worthwhile to consider the, com- the commonalities in various world regions. Oftentimes, the tasks encapsulated with being a moral person include benevolence, forgiveness, and personal growth, all of which align well with the practice of self-love, more especially the golden rule of treating others as you want to be treated in the essence of self-love. From this common adage, we often jump to the lesson to treat others kindly, but we should not forget the implication that it requires being kind to ourselves as well fair, fair comes first. And fourth and the final concept is that self-love is an active, engaged process that evokes a wealth of positive benefits. So nevertheless, the journey is not always an easy one. A critical component in self-love is recognizing your limits, needs, and worth, and asserting interpersonal and interpersonal boundaries as needed to uphold them. While this all-encompassing process may include mental health days, massages, and indulging in your favorite home-cooked meal, it is not an exploitation of all things good. Ironically, it's perpetual pampering could actually be neglectful and hence distinct from self-love. A full process of self-love includes the good and the bad and the ugly. So beyond the stereotypically positive purse, self-love also includes the decision of recognize your areas of growth, tailoring, a potentially difficult yet necessary plan to attack, and bravely tackling it head-on. To an outsider without context, self-love could appear as an excuse so however it is critical that you have not used self-love as your whole past to escape responsibility accountability and also difficult situations in general in contrast true self-love can be enacted by taking accountability and responsibility as you courageously embark on arduous paths So once again, with the emphasis on self-love, the journey is ultimately independent one, although it is helpful to unite with others who are in the similar path. At the end of the day, self-love is a growth of predominantly independent on a personal effort. The process of loving oneself is a subjective experience just because a a tip has worked for many does not mean till it works for all. Honor your individuality as you find your definition of self love. And thank you for joining today. I hope you guys think that self love is not just being selfish to you all, but you had to have a clear clarification of what you do. Before you give, give it to yourself. Love yourself. Get to God. Open the relationship with God. And bind together and see the truth for yourself. And thank you for joining with me. And I hope you have a great week ahead and weekend. And I'll come with an awesome topic in my next podcast. God bless you all. And take care. and Good night.